suddenly there was a threat to this world from some other species from another planet. I was spotting down the firing range for several shoes when all of a sudden I saw a large hairy creature walking from right to left. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also unknown unknowns. The ones we don't know, we don't know. Encounter Brigade, welcome to the team. Hey, good evening, everybody. It's Captain Joe, Johnny Two Bears, and Angie coming at you for the uh, first episode of the Counter Brigade podcast for 2022. Uh, Johnny, Angie, can you hear me okay? I can. Yeah, man, coming in loud and clear. Oh, good, good. Sorry, I sound a little nasally. Um, I spent uh, last week up in the uh, up in Louisville, Kentucky, the Archery Trade Association um, Expo. So it's a uh, largest archery type show for um manufacturers and and buyers getting to see all the new equipment um getting to see people that uh from the outdoor industry i haven't seen in two years just because of covid and of course i come home um with the omnicron (laughs) and uh, and i i I have been uh, in quarantine in my house uh me and my lysol spray um (laughs) Some Dr. Peppers, and actually, you know what? Uh, um, uh, pretty much over the the most of it. I mean, I just had fever for like the, the one evening after I got home. Um, you know, a little bit of cough, nasal congestion, but that's it. I mean, not not, not nothing too terrible. Um, actually, went out and hit some go- hit hit some golf balls last night. Um, but anyways, man, uh, some really really neat stuff. I know in the fall we kind of kind of got busy you know i had some hunting hunting trips that we had to go finish up and film um johnny you too got sick you and your family yeah um, we got got the old covid too it was uh it was rough for a few days but then we kicked it so i think we deal. got the uh i think we got the omicron version hopefully that's yeah. what we got so <clears throat> anyway we're and, good to go now yeah angie what about you i've been perfectly healthy oh man look at you I can't come Healthy. up with any reason to lay out of work. I guess, yeah, I guess she's it. the uh, tough one of the group. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, man, I take my with... vitamin D3. There you go. There you go. But anyways, you know what? Um, we got a pretty uh, pretty exciting uh, guest that's coming on tonight. Um, anyways, Johnny, why don't you kind of uh, lead us into this whole segment and, and uh, with our guest, Chris. Okay. All right. Uh, I was contacted by Chris uh, a couple of weeks ago, and then uh, we kind of set it up to talk or whatever. He just introduced himself, and he's an Army vet, and he had been having some activity on his property. And, in fact, it was actually uh, confirmed. Got another uh, – got a buddy of his. He was also in the Army. So we got a bunch of Army dudes on here tonight against one Marine – which is pretty much the odd. That's what you need, four to one, anyway. But um, ah, Chris uh, so, is laughing. He heard it. <laughs> so, uh, John, just so you understand, it's three to one. I mean, I, well, there you go. The uh, there, there you go. There you go. Using that, using that Marine Corps math. 
Oh, well, God, I was counting God. Angie as four, but whatever, man. Me? Okay. I was a but, uh, <laughs> I know. But anyway, they uh, all jokes aside, he, you know, he got into <laughs> what we were doing. You know, a couple of vets. He's a vet. His buddy Austin's a vet. And uh, we're trying to get the stories out there, you know, and that's pretty much it. And the good thing, I don't want to give it away. I hate when people give away the story before somebody actually tells a story. But the good thing about Chris's uh, location is, you know, he's got activity that's going on. And it's also something, one thing that we've tried to do, and the reason why we don't have a whole lot of podcasts is because we focus on people that we talk to. And we actually try to build relationships with individuals. You know, I'm not. I am not stressed if we don't have a new guest on every other week or whatever. That's yeah. not what, not what we're doing. We're building, uh, you know, like the uh, intro says, welcome to the team. We're building a team of individuals that are trying to get to the same point. But hopefully with Chris, uh, you know, we can keep up with what's going on there. And hopefully it'll evolve into something even more interesting. So, but uh, if you want to, just bring bring Chris on, and uh, well, you can bring Austin on too. Bring them both on at the same time. Alrighty, here we go. Alrighty, gentlemen. Oh, there All he right. is. <laughs> what, fellas? All right. Hey, how's it going? Welcome, Chris. Welcome, Austin. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, guys, for uh, coming on tonight. And uh, Chris, uh, kind of tell us how you. Uh, how you went about and contacted uh, Johnny Two Bears? Um, well, I've I've been doing lots of research trying to figure out what this noise was. Uh, I just heard an owl go off. I don't know if it came over. Um, I thought I'd do it out here just in case I got a noise again. <laughs> yeah. um, That'd be good. <laughs> wouldn't that be cool? Um, right, yeah. I'd probably run inside real quick, but. Um, <laughs> There it is again. I tell you what. Anyway, it knows I'm out here. So I heard the noise. Um, I was sitting on my front porch. It's about 1230 at night. It shook me to my core. I, I mean, I've been an outdoorsman, you know, landscaper, work outdoors, been in the country now a few years. Never heard anything like this before. And um, Chris, give didn't a little, know really a little bit of background it. on the location and everything so people can kind of build a picture on what you're okay. dealing with out there. Well, I live in Missouri. It's uh, Mountain Grove, Missouri. Um, actually, um, we sit on about 40 acres. There's two spring-fed ponds, lots of deer because I'm, you know, my property is all wooded. Um, so it's kind of like a safe haven here for them. It has been for... 15, 20 years until I moved here. Um, now the deer aren't safe anymore. The <laughs> <laughs> way it goes. I finally yeah. got one. <laughs> <clears throat> so I had Austin. Um, he came out the night before deer season, and I don't want to. I don't want to take his part of the story, but <laughs> he knew that I'd heard the noise. So, uh, either so, way, I so kind let him tell his part, I guess. All right. So, Chris, you, 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 you've heard these noises or vocalizations or whatnot, and then you, uh, you told your friend, right? You told Austin about it at some point? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, good deal. Good deal. Well, well Johnny, uh, um, 
I know earlier in the week you sent a, uh, a video clip. Um, and this video clip was from YouTube, and it was uh, uh, shot in, what, 2013? Uh, someone here in the state of Georgia that captured... Yeah, uh, from Georgia. Some, yeah, some, yeah, Georgia. I don't know, some vocals and, and uh, rock-throwing stuff. Anyways, uh, um, I, I think the story behind it is they just set a camera out there for deers. I, I believe that's what happened with this particular one, this video anyway. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, I, I, I did bring up that uh, that video clip uh, to about the time frame or, you know, the time stamp that Chris had told us to earlier. You guys will just want me to play that for a few seconds and then we'll uh, um, let – let our two guests talk about what they had heard or you know or sounds good all right let's see if we can do this without uh dropping anything yep <laughs> yep that's the one <laughs> so now Austin imagine went. it five times louder and way closer play wow one more time, <clears throat> well okay can you play one, one more time yeah give people a chance to crank it up So Austin, did you? So it's the exact same thing you heard that Chris heard. Uh, he he heard uh, more more things than I did. I heard one thing, and I knocked a bunch of stuff over in his back door, getting back into his house after a second. <laughs> you were not comfortable yeah. with what you heard, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, it uh, it well the the volume is almost like. In the middle of the night, if you turned your TV on and it was full blast and everybody's sleeping, you know the panic that you got to turn it off. Uh, right. But I froze. I froze in place and just looked in that direction, and the dog was already trying to get back in the house. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. And then I, I mean, I've been researching the sound now for. It was really hundreds of clips and animal clips, and uh, I can't find anything. Uh, and it sounded big. That's what got me was the, the base of it, you know, like, uh, it was on a big loud bassy speaker, just almost, it was directed at you. Could uh, you feel it? Yeah. Almost like you could. Yeah. Like you feel yeah. a whole, like you freeze. And then the second it stopped, it was walk backwards, get the door handle, knock all Chris's stuff over. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, wow. Uh, and it was quiet after that. There, there's no critters making noises after that or anything. It was quiet. I was like, "Well, I'm not going back out, and we'll just wait till, it, you know, maybe I'll see a deer in noon or something." But uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I've spent, I, I worked in the woods clearing rightaways and stuff for seven years, and uh, I've done a lot of stuff outdoors and day and night, nothing like that, you know. Uh, yeah. 
it was and, about like hearing a cougar scream scary <laughs> wow so oh. so austin and chris and, and you guys are, are both former infantrymen correct yeah so obviously you guys have been to the field plenty of times when you're in the army you've had the bivouac and you know yeah. stay out you know on, on uh exercises and shit like that so you hear a lot of things i mean both of you guys obviously probably went through osit you know here in fort benning uh Oh, so yeah. you're used to you're used to hearing all the whipper wheels and shit like that. Um, yeah. So when you hear this, when you hear this, or you, you know, um, you you know, it, it definitely gets you guys' attention because it's not something that in your brains you think that okay, you know, that's not a bird, that's not an owl, you know, that shouldn't be there or something, right? You know, yeah. I mean, you know, so right. like my story. You know, my story, my whole involvement with this, all this is, you know, happened to see a very large being, two-legged being, person, it, <laughs> on a hot range, you know, on a military hot range, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, to, and to this day, my brain, my brain keeps on processing, you know, that should not have been there, you know, it, uh, we shouldn't have had soldiers shooting down range, it's something that was just kind of walking... <laughs> Right to the left, down, right. <laughs> down in impact area, you know. Um, so now, now it's beginning of deer season. You're sitting there over at Chris's house, and you hear this very lar- loud, uh, vocal. Um, yeah, and, and Chris, the only difference. Go ahead. Um, between that and the sound of the recording, was uh-huh. it was pretty clear that it began with a W. Like it was a whoop, whoop. but it was oh. long drawn out. Like I said, like it ended with a P and I was, then I started thinking about it. I was like, what can make a P noise without lips? Like what? Right. Uh, <laughs> that freaked me out. Uh, yeah. That's exactly, wow. that is exactly that, that cry. But the way you're describing is exactly what me and Mike Taylor heard in North Georgia. And it was one, it wasn't as loud or as drawn out. I don't guess. But it was one loud whoop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And him and I both, I mean, it's, you know, in a, probably an hour before sunset. And him and I are out there looking for Sasquatch and for uh, evidence, whatever. And him and I both looked at each other and went, and I looked at him and I went, an owl? And he looked at him like I was <laughs> like an idiot. Like, what? <laughs> what kind of owl do you, like a monkey that made it with an owl maybe, you know? But, I mean, it's pretty yeah. obvious when you hear it that it's not something that's supposed to be – not supposed to be anything out there like that, you know. Like a howler monkey. <laughs> right. So, Chris, yeah. what, what other stuff end, is happening? It kind of sounds – it sounds funny. It sounds like uh, Mario Brothers or something in the – it's like chopping all the vi- uh, audio up. I don't know if you guys can, can hear me all right, but – Yeah, we hear you. I hear you good. It's a little choppy for me. Okay, too. I got. I think I've got. I tried to do an update the other night, and it's like frozen place. So I think it's it's messing things up, is what I'm guessing. I'm not. Oh, you're you're coming through good on my end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Your, your your video and audio is good on our end here. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, good. Trust me, it's had a lot worse. Like for me. Well, you know, if so. you ask me a question <laughs> and mean. I don't come across, it's because I didn't uh, I didn't uh, register. It's all good. What? What other stuff has happened out there to make you go that direction? Okay, like I said, I've tried to do everything but 
point at Sasquatch. So, uh, we went mushroom hunting, uh, a bunch of us, maybe three or four of us. And we, we were walking the property, uh, getting familiar with it, trying to figure out where they'd be. And one of the places we walked through, uh, I found a, a doe and two armadillos dead. No obvious, not really sure what would have killed them. Um, all within about 10 foot of each other. Um, I thought that was like pretty strange. Um, I've actually found about four deer total, uh, you know, and I'm not a, I'm a legal beagle when it comes to hunting, so right. I didn't do it. Um, one, uh, I think I might have sent you the picture of the buck that I found. Uh, looked like the neck had been twisted. So I went out there to collect the antlers and I didn't have to break the neck or anything. All I had to do is basically just kind of cut some of the skin. Um, I thought that was weird, but you could tell it'd been twisted at least once all the way around, uh, mm. which that could be critters too, you know, the option out, but, um, not every stick that breaks in the woods is Sasquatch to me. Right. So, uh, but that noise shook me. I have not been the same since I heard the noise. Um, I feel like I've got mild PTSD, um, because of, um, I've never had any fear walking through the woods, day, night. I'm 40. Uh, love to walk through the woods. Love to hike. Love to camp. Love to you're also, uh, practice my craft. You're also a <clears throat> survival expert, pretty much. I'll call you an expert. How about that? You want to call yourself that? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ah, All right, but... well, we'll let Austin answer that one. <laughs> he's, like he's just being modest, yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> yeah, he's he's being pretty modest uh, on that end of it. But, uh, yeah, there's there's some strange stuff out there at his place. Now, what have you seen, Austin? Have you um, seen anything else that kind of points you to that also? Besides, besides that, uh, there's some maybe – try to dismiss like a stick broke or a tree bent a certain way snapped off but uh uh another thing was the uh there's this area that well chris can tell you about it looks like uh there used to be structures like rock big round you know areas but i don't know if that has anything to do with anything but it's kind of eerie Uh, something like rock man uh, or something just almost almost like borderline well chris can explain <laughs> a little better yeah than i can on his um, his deal because uh it's all leaf leaves right now i only got to see a little bit right it's kind of choppy um I'm, I'm i'm catching about every third word so uh as far as i'm tracking you're asking me if i've seen like the structures he's talking about yeah, well, he's the one the that pointed him out. Stuff. I didn't really think about it until he mentioned it, and then I started walking through the woods with a different eye, and you start seeing those things that. Oh, I went and walked around the pond, and you can tell that I've got two spring-fed ponds. One's dirty and one's clean, and you could you could tell where something had been drinking from the edge. Well, I was looking for footprints and that kind of type thing, and. Uh, 
notice all the trees that are bent over or broke off at you know 10 11 12 foot uh just that kind of type stuff right <clears throat> what 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 are the rocks that austin's yeah. talking about or the the tree Rocks isn't there though <laughs> same kind of tree do you hear the, the yeah, rocks rock stacks that austin's talking about chris i i, I didn't catch that uh -oh. the big uh my the big circles is... on the hill of rock <laughs> My wife has heard some whoop noises that are short, um, kind of faint, a lot more faint than what I heard. Uh, we've also been sitting out here and uh, we'll hear some, sounds like pebbles being thrown and no wind. Uh, ask Austin, all my trees are cut back from around my house because I don't want anything to fall over on my house. So. Uh, there's not really much to, you know, hanging out over anything. Uh, this all started since I got the puppy and since I put up that light. Uh, huh. That's interesting about puppies because, Johnny, you got, uh, well, one, you got a litter of puppies and you also have three full-grown shepherds. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much how I started being able to even figure out how they were around is my dogs were locked on to what was going on a long time before I was. And now it's gotten to the point where I, just, I basically just trust them. Like the last, uh, couple of months ago when I recorded the growl, it was because my dog, I had heard something, but also my dog was sniffing around and acting like she, she knew something was there but didn't really know what it was yet and then when she got over to that corner of the house sniffing around looking around is when it growled so dogs are i don't know i think dogs are a really good uh i don't know if they like the dogs or they don't like the dogs because they've had you know oh. i've had rocks thrown to the dogs like actually not at them but it like hit the ground and bounce and come slide right to their feet but then also you've heard i'm sure you've heard too austin stories where uh these things have killed people's dogs so yeah i don't know maybe that's why they're killing them is because they know that the dogs you know can sense to turn around give them away uh, yeah right so you've seen enough to be pretty along with the uh the noises now what did you know oh. about sasquatch before all this stuff started austin uh, into on a, not really. Uh, I have a friend that lived in Alaska for a long time and he was pretty firm on it. I wrote a lot of it off. Uh, I even wrote off a lot of kind of what Chris heard the noises. I was like, okay, it's probably just some, you know, weird owl or something, or, you know, I know foxes make all kinds of calls. Uh, but, uh, the only thing that I found out later, actually, after I dealt with this was, uh, in Northern Idaho, uh, me and my buddy ended up going back sleeping in the truck all night because uh, it sounded like a big fake person screaming who like an owl like they were faking being an owl yeah mm -hmm. and uh, that that was pretty bad feeling and we were both drunk and we're like we're getting in the truck with the guns and we're <laughs> leaving the lights on the headlights so. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but, yeah. but yeah but yeah and you put some beer in there that's 
Yeah. Go ahead. Um, my wife is actually do a link. I'm going to try to use her phone because mine is choppy and I can't hear you. So I was listening with her phone. Um, if you get a link, you might try that. <laughs> there she is. Um, well, it looks like, uh, gotta what, wait for, what was he saying now? Uh, I think he was, oh. I think, I think he was going to try to switch over to his wife's phone, but oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Man. Hey, so that's, uh, uh Joe. Oh, I'm sorry. There he is. Can you hear me? All right. Yep. All right, cool. Now we're in business. You guys sound good now. Cool. <laughs> Quick, all right, somebody tell about him about that. the rocks. All right, let's oh. start all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not good at tech. I had a feeling right. this was coming. Man, we're learning as we go. None of us. Joe's probably about the best at it, and uh, I'm terrible at it, but I've had to learn how to use it you know there's just no way around it but it's all good I've, man i've been toying with the idea of starting a survival channel yeah there's a there's a thousand of them out there still well, fun Austin said you're being a little modest so it sounds like maybe you should <laughs> uh <laughs> if he'll be my camera if he'll be my camera guy and my uh my tech guy i'll do it uh, good, good <laughs> So tell us about the uh, the rocks Austin brought up. Did you hear that part? I didn't hear that part. I heard uh, little bits and pieces of it. So what what was Austin oh, talking uh, about? Over on the hill where it almost looks like circle, like maybe we're structure, foundation for something. Are you talking like the fossilized wood and bone type ones or... Which rocks were you talking about, Austin? I'm not sure. No, no, the big circles, the big circles oh, on the on the hill, the big yeah, circles okay. and stuff. It looks like okay, yeah, 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 Okay, well, okay. Here's a the big circles part. on the opposite hill. My wife's aunt, where we moved uh, in, and they're those big her. circles. Of big rocks. Yeah, I understand. Um, yeah, they were they're this, like in the ground. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. He's on uh, a delay a little bit. Austin, you're on just a little bit of a delay. That's why. They uh, they were into some woo-woo stuff. Let's just say that. Your, fam um, your wife's family members? Yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, I'm not into that stuff. Right. So I don't know if they made the circle or or how the circle got there but there's a big circle probably i don't know maybe 20 30 foot across and i think they'd go out there and do some weird uh, i don't know they probably dance naked in the dark i don't know but um whatever they do out there it was not of the christian variety let's just say oh, that. right that's so my vibe some, you got big foot and some some Possibly some spirits too hanging out around. That's great. Then open well, a portal out there. Yeah. Mm. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so unless so it leads to Vegas or something, right? Yeah, yeah. portal to Vegas. <laughs> great. So what's uh, dude? I really want to. Uh, I know 
Chris kind of explained to me a little bit how much he's got going on because of them moving to this property and all the work that comes with it and everything else. <laughs> but if you want, <laughs> and, uh, we can, uh, I can send you a recorder if you can just think to put it out, you know, on nice that you're out there or whatever. Yeah, or, I don't have a problem with that. You want to do something like that? Because what I really like to do is keep up. It was, God, it was almost, it was probably almost four years of activity around my property before I actually saw something. So I think it would be cool to be able to just keep tabs on what's going on around your property. And who knows? Maybe one day it'll. You just uh, you just reminded me of something. Um, there's a story that came with the property about Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, there was a contractor here. He was working. He was doing something up on a roof somewhere. And um, some rocks came flying out of the woods and either hit the roof or hit them and they turn around like he broke his drill bit because he flinched and um i guess they turn around and saw eye shine and he didn't want to go back out to like he didn't want to leave until her husband came home and escorted him out with a 357. so i've always kind of heard that story um I've heard she's seen uh, red eye shine, which, you know, I can't confirm that story, but I've heard it from a few from a few sources, so right. it sounds legit to me. Yeah, man, it looks like you got looks like you have everything but a sighting going on around there, you know. That's about right. Like I'm actually hearing personally. footsteps as we speak right now off the hillside. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? I heard what I call, I'll call it bipedal footsteps. The other night, it was 12 degrees. I also heard deer footsteps. You know, if you're a deer hunter, then you know they have that kind of cadence as they, as they move. This did not have that four-foot type uh, cadence. <clears throat> I took a video, but it, it's it's hard to get anything clear, as you know. I've got one of the best phones that you can get. It has about the top of the line camera that you can get. So, um, I've got a few plans in place that I'd like to try to do. A um, couple audio things, couple video things I'd like to try. Um, I want to do a full out investigation type. You know, just see if I can get something to pop out. Well, if you, um, I don't know the guy myself, but I do know a uh, someone who knows a researcher in Missouri. Now I don't know where he lives at, but uh, you know, if you need some backup or whatever, or want some help or somebody to come out there with it, it sounds like honestly that you and and I tell people this all the time: it's not rocket science. You know, when it, once you learn what you're looking for and what to listen for. I mean, you pretty much figure it out on your own, but it sounds like you and Austin, you know, it kind of sounds like you know what you guys are are dealing with, but you can't say it yet because you haven't seen it yet. So I know 
it's hard for me to really get on the boat until I see one. And, right. I, you know, I'm a believer, if you will, because if you're willing to, to stand there in front of, you know, me and the world and say, I saw one, who am I to tell you what you saw or you didn't see? I'll, I right. trust your, your character and, um, you know, I'll believe you. But until I see it for myself, it's not as concrete. Uh, but I am a, I'm a believer that it is totally possible, and I believe these people are telling the truth uh, because I've been ridiculed already from, well, I brought it up at uh, uh, Thanksgiving. And, you know, some of my family was kind of, you know, poking at me a little bit and telling me what I heard. And I'm like, you know, only I know what I heard. Um, I, I played the recording for them of the noise, and I said, okay. Then tell me what this is. And nobody, no one that I know that should know, knows what it is. Oh, I can't. Sorry, Jeff. I can't hear you on the deal. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, we've all dealt with it, you know, being involved in this subject or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's hard to go 100% and be confident when you haven't seen anything yet. But, you know, I, I believe you, you know, I believe you're experiencing and hearing things and you don't know what it is yet, you know, and it sounds like, uh, you know, like Austin was talking about with the owls, I've experienced that firsthand and, uh, it happened over, uh, I don't know, maybe a period of about three weeks. I would get home from work and I would get out of my truck. I park outside of the gate and right before I get to my gate, I would hear an owl maybe 50 feet away maybe six seven feet up but it sounded off i'm like oh man and by this time i already knew what an owl sound or that the fact that people say that they mimic owls and uh i had that happen a couple times well then it happened one night when i came home they were like 20 25 feet away and it made the owl sound and it freaked me out and i jumped in the fence and stood there and i mimicked what they did to me well at the same exact time two of them did the same mimic one of them was about five six feet up the other one was on the ground and they were only about 25 feet away now i didn't have a flashlight or anything but it was obvious that they were not out hmm. and that they were mimicking out and it was like it was like two little excited kids that were mimicking they were just happy that I did it back. You know, they were excited. They both went, woo! You know? So, uh, you know, this is stuff, like I said, both of y'all, I don't you probably didn't hear it often, but it sounds like both of y'all have already looked into all this, and you know. It's weird that you mentioned the flashlight. Why is that? Go ahead, Austin about the flashlight yeah uh it's weird you mentioned the flashlight uh the one time i went out without the flash the the one time i went out without the flashlight on that's when it happened really i didn't have it <laughs> huh here's here's something know, else uh, that happened because i didn't have one and it was obvious <laughs> right I had a buddy over for New yep, Year's. But I, the other, all the other times I went outside, I had it. 
I just didn't have it that time. No. Huh. I had another friend over and um, it was for New Year's and I, I told him, I said, you know, I just hope you get to hear that noise so you know what it's like to hear it. It wasn't 20 minutes after that. I mean, it wasn't even probably five minutes after that. An owl sounded off and it was super loud. And I thought, oh, here it is. Here's the noise. You're going to get to hear it. But it wasn't. It, was, it, it sounded like an owl, but it was not like something normal that I hear. I hear owls every night. I hear coyotes every night. I know my wildlife noises. And this thing I heard New Year's night was not like any of the owl sounds I've ever heard. Uh, I've logged hundreds of hours since November trying to figure out what this noise is. Um, I don't know. I like I said, I've gotten pretty good at imitating the the whoop noise, and it's nothing like the the Bigfoot guys on TV do. We'll uh, do it for us, man. Come on. It, I'm. <clears throat> it sounds like a, uh, like a tornado siren at first, r- like winding up, and it's like. And then it made like three other noises all in the same lung breath. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, what the heck has that kind of lungs? Uh, I can't even, I can't even like hardly do it. And everyone says, oh, you're, you know, you got someone messing with you out there. And I said, okay, yeah, they're messing with me the night before deer season, open rifle. I doubt it. Yeah. I don't know anybody that can make that noise. Yeah, well, there's a roll. That's the main giveaway from what I've heard and what I've experienced myself is that you, there's a, it doesn't seem possible for anything to make that noise. You know, it doesn't, nothing that I know of, you know, but I don't know, man. I just want to, I'm glad you guys came on and I definitely want y'all to keep in touch and to, uh, you know, whatever happens just document it you know if it's nothing but hey man and just send me a text and uh i've got i've just bought a really good recorder myself but i've got another one somewhere i'll find it and uh you send me your address i'll mail it to you you know and it's not right really, uh, it's not fancy but you turn it on and it'll it'll stay on for it might run for 24 hours i can't remember but it'll definitely run for you know 12 16 hours something like that all right someone someone wants us to play that video clip again so i'm gonna i'm gonna do that again real quick okay just for you guys I failed to mention one of my cats went missing that night. Oh, great. As soon as I heard that noise, I was literally in shock. And I, and then I thought, do I move? Do I go inside? Do I, what do I do? And I just like, this might kill me, but I'm going to run out there and see what this was. So I run out and I see one of my cats. I can tell he's all sketched out. He's freaking out. And then he just all of a sudden looked to his right 
And I don't know. That just gave me the heebie-jeebies. But huh. <clears throat> well, that, we have, that, that's the noise. That's it. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks yeah, for having me. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I don't want to feel like I'm kicking y'all off. We try to keep it to about a about an hour or so. So it's about the only attention span people have. Austin, <laughs> we appreciate you. I know you got a uh, you got a lag going on. But thanks for coming on, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. You guys right. have a good Thank night, you. man. Well, Thank you. Let know, definitely let me know. Uh, keep in touch. We'll do it. Happens. Let me know. And we'll I'll do it. You that recorder. Thank All you, right, Chris. Man. Appreciate Bye. it, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Wow, that was uh, that's pretty uh, kind of kind of creepy that they, you know they they had a vocalization so much to like what that YouTube video that someone else recorded. But then again, Johnny, I mean you you've you know you've you've talked to a lot of people that have had had uh, you know vocalizations stuff like that going on. So. Mm, yeah, the, crazy. And the the crazy part about it is, uh, you know, uh, I think Chris said that Chris heard the call before, and then Austin came out there later. He said it took Austin probably ten minutes to convince Chris of what he heard, even though he'd heard it himself. Wow. And that's what we all do. It. Every one of us do the same thing. Just like I was, I don't know how many people uh, watched the video of me telling Mike Taylor, uh, telling his story, but he had a uh, short version is he was hiking Appalachian Trail. He stopped at night. Uh, he was camping in a shack thing that's right on the uh, stream. I think it's getting dark and all of a sudden he hears what sounds like Russian people walking up, like two Russian guys talking to each other. And they kept talking, kept talking. He could not understand anything they were saying, but he could hear the conversation. So he hit his light to let them know, hey, I'm over here. Well, they didn't say anything. They quit talking. And then all of a sudden, uh, limbs start getting broken and thrown and everything else and he thinks that uh, these guys they must be making a camp or something and that's all that happens he keeps hearing you know breaking branches and stuff he thought it was weird because they sounded really big the branches themselves well he said uh the next day he got up really early because he knew that these people had to come by him it was the only way out either that or they had to turn around and leave one of the two so he gets up and he waits and uh, nobody ever comes by. So he goes towards the area where he was hearing all this and doesn't find anything. Nobody had been camping there. There was no, he couldn't even find the sticks or the logs or branches or whatever that had been broken. Well, he he's kind of put it together in his head and is like, man, I, I just don't know. You know, he didn't see anything. He's 10 miles away on the Appalachian Trail and he's at the top of a, uh, top of the mountain and the AP runs across the ridge of it and he's walking and he sees two people come over the top 
and go back down. They come across the trail, across the ridge line. Well, uh, they're far enough away to where it's mainly silhouette. He get down, he thinks that, hey, uh, maybe there's a T crossing here. There's a smaller trail that comes across the larger trail over the mountain. He gets there, there's nothing. In fact, the trail keeps going for miles before he comes to any any crossing. But what he did say is there's about a four-foot drop right where they crossed, which means he saw. He said what he saw was about uh, because of the four-foot drop, they had to be at least seven feet tall. That's when it struck him that he just saw something abnormal. Now, keep in mind, Mike Taylor, he's been looking for these things for years. But even after he saw them, his brain still did not make the connection, you know. And until he realized how far down that drop was, for him to see these creatures from the waist up, they had to be almost eight feet tall, you know. And there was nowhere for them to go. They came straight over the ridge and went back down again. And he's out in the middle of nowhere. But the thing we just keep, and Chris and Austin, thank God, they're. Uh, you don't want to lead people, but then again, you don't want people to just keep dismissing things like I did. You know, I just kept dismissing things for probably a year or more, you know, and I would just would not uh, accept what was going on. So I'm glad that came on. And hopefully the yeah. biggest part is I want them, I want to see where it goes. You know, I want them to have somebody to say, hey, man, look. I actually saw it or I found this or found that. So I'm glad yep. they contacted it. Contacted yeah, man. Us. No, I'm, gl I'm glad too. I'm glad to be able to hear their story. And, uh, um, you know, Chris there from Missouri and man, that's kind of, you know, that's, uh, you know, it almost sounds like your story, you know, Johnny, I mean, guy's got a property, mm -hmm. got a dog, things are happening around his property right, right. Uh, underneath his nose you know and now he's trying to put the pieces together um yeah hey you know what before we leave i mean obviously and we're all you know we're about 10 minutes away from the top of the hour but uh i want to kind of turn things over to angie and have angie talk about her um swamp escapades um <laughs> and research uh <sighs> Um, because she's, she, she's, she's been putting a lot of work into networking and talking and, you know, and, uh, so, so man, Angie, the floor is yours. Tell us, tell us about this, uh, <laughs> this, um, swamp thing you got going. Well, I don't want to tell the exact weekend, you know, or the exact locations or anything like that, that we're going, which, you know, we kind of don't know exactly yet where we're going to go. But, you know, we have to eliminate all hoaxers. Um, but we have a team from our um, podcast group, about mm -hmm. seven or eight of us, that's going to go down on a Friday and scout the area and uh, meet up that Friday night possibly with some locals and hear some of their stories and go out on, uh, we'll go out that Friday night and set up. We'll go out scouting again Saturday during the day. And then we're going to set up at another location Saturday night. But, so, um, so how did this come about Angie? I mean, uh, 
someone contact you, reach yeah. out? Well, I guess okay. Kevin Crawford had reached out to Johnny. Yeah, and then Kevin Crawford. Johnny, he's been with us since forever. He was one of the right. first. Um, okay. And Johnny told him to contact me. I guess because he's not that far from me. He's a lot closer to me than than you guys. Right. And so I started talking to him, and he started sending me pictures that he'd taken of some tracks and telling me things that happened around his house and that he had some friends that had, you know, had had some encounters or, you know, heard things or, you know, different experiences. And I said, well, let me, you know, talk to your friends. So I talked to one of them, and one thing kind of led to another. And... um I already had um, Scott DeForest was already going to um, go on some, you know, projects with some of us. And so he was all up to going to the Okie Finoki. Um, so I had the idea to find a large group on Facebook that was from the area. And I found a Blackshear Ware County, I think, uh, just a group where they just, you know, share information. Um, and I just posted uh, that we got a project that's gonna go on um, in a few weeks and any locals that have had any experiences, um, if I, we would love to hear their stories and, you know, uh, and I had a, I've had a good, a good response. We've uh, added a few members now to our group wow. on Facebook. Um, some really creepy stuff. Uh, I don't want to give away too much until the whole yeah, project is it. done. It's creepy. <laughs> it's very creepy. Yes. Um, people have, you know, almost hit them in the road. Uh, they've been followed. They have had a, a one person felt like time slowed down. Just a lot of weird stuff. Um, um, I don't want to say, I don't want to give away the really creepy one, but it's really good. It's, it's probably the creepiest Sasquatch story I have ever heard. So I can't really wait for him to share that. I hope he comes. That's, that's saying a lot. Cause you've probably seen about every one of them. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know how, you know, sometimes you can talk to people and you just know they're for real. You, mm -hmm. you just know that that they're just a good person you can just tell well i can just tell by talking to this guy that he's straight up um there, he actually there's had two a, encounters. i mean there's a lot of a lot of stories and a lot of lore you know dating back to you know many 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 i mean hundreds of years you know down in that area uh so yeah, I, I'll be curious to see what type of um, yeah. adventure you have and uh, what kind of stories. Yeah, I got back some with. of my friends. Some some of my friends are, you know, they're, we're all going down there scared to death. Uh, my best friend Shay Hendricks is going with me, and Janet Davis is one of my old friends from years ago. She's going, and my daughters agreed to go. And <laughs> y'all know uh, Derek from the group, Derek Shaughnessy. Uh, what's the name? Roberts. He's hopefully going to be able to go. Um, John so Pearson is a, is a guy I've met from down that area. He's going to go join us. So ho Good hopefully you got a bunch of people going. Yeah, hopefully mm -hmm. you'll be able to go Facebook Live while you're down there. You know, live from I the hope swamp. So. 
whatever. And that's just, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you know, I mean, so, so, Angie, so some of our members who've come on, you know, obviously to, to the page here, they've had encounters, like what, visuals, vocals from that area, both? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, here, you here. mean the the locals that have given me stories? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, one man has had um, two encounters. Another man has had two encounters. One wow. woman almost hit one in the road. Good one boy. of the men almost hit one in the road. Man. Um, okay. Yeah, just a, just a lot they of different stuff. Each other? Hmm. Yeah. Um, they all live close to each other? They're all in the same, like, I guess maybe one of the stories is kind of in a town called Alma, I think is the name of it. But, you, you know, it's like Alma, let me see, and then Blackshear, and then Waycross. I mean, they're all mm-hmm. in the same vicinity. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so right now I have about, I would say, five really good stories really good encounters to uh, I'm well five people a couple of them have had more than one encounter so hopefully I'll I'll have some more and I'm just gonna put together like all the reports and then we're gonna f- try to film it I've had a man from down there offer to film it for us now, I don't know if he's if that's gonna work out um, but we're gonna try to film it I mean it might even be filmed with our cell phones i don't know but we're going to document as much of it as we can everybody's bringing whatever equipment they've got um yeah we're just going to try to stay up all night if possible or you know as late as possible um and just capture it's like i told them i mean it's our first trip it's a starting point we'll learn we get down there we'll learn more about the terrain and uh you know i think I don't, I'm not going to go out at night in a kayak in the swamp. I know that. <laughs> I've had some people ask me to do that. And I'm like, no, <laughs> never. If the alligator can turn over the boat, I'm not going out in it. And they're like, it's uh, not like that when you get out there. So the uh, locals Johnny, swear that you can kayak the swamp. And see, I'm, that's kind of that's what I was hoping you could Facebook live us, live from the kayak no. in the swamp. <laughs> Not on my first trip. A glass bottom kayak. (laughs) One of the people told me they got a picture of their friend with like a hundred alligators around him and he's in his kayak. No. Dude, I'm so glad we're going north and not south with her. (laughs) Well, gosh, you guys. guys. We're going early enough that snakes hopefully will be at least lethargic. Yeah. I'm more scared of snakes than anything. Yeah. They're probably going to be a whole bunch of them. They might be a little sleepy, but there's going to be a lot of That's them. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, I guess I'm all off every branch. Some... Uh, now, y'all yeah. have fun. That's cool. Mr. Uh, Scott DeForce is going to come with us before you, about a month before you guys go down there. Right. Me, Scott, Joe, uh, Joey Bruce. Uh, possibly Mike Taylor. We're all going out to the property where Happy had his incident happen, and then his buddy, the property owner, is actually coming, and his buddy's yeah. pretty excited about it too, from what I've heard. So we're going to go for two nights, and uh, then after that, after we do that, 
me and Joey and possibly Taylor are going to leave there and go back to North Georgia. So we're going to do about, I think we're going to do about four or five days straight of being out looking, looking for Bigfoot, mm -hmm. man. So mm. we got good, Angie. I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you got a group together to do that because I'm, yeah, we're like going to do that. I, like and North Georgia. I don't like South Georgia. <laughs> well, we're also going to do Heard County. Oh, okay. So I think like this year, we're going to focus on the Okefenokee Swamp and Heard County. I kind of had to narrow it down. It's just, you know, I'd rather do focus on some areas for a long period of time and then move somewhere else than a yeah, little here exactly. and a little there and a little here and yeah. a little there. I just want to, you, you know, right everyone wants the evidence. Mm. I oh. think that's probably the best way to go. That's the way you know you're able to pick up on the changes in an area the more time you spend there, you know? So Yeah. Oh, man. Good to go. Yeah. There's a lot of good stories from down in the swamp. Sounds like, like it. I can't wait. Yeah, you most people want to remain remain confidential, though. You know, they want to. They don't want to share their name. People, uh, yeah. people participate participate as much as they want. You know, if it's just a story, it's a story. If they want to yeah. come on, they can come on. All right. I had to but, uh, I had to block a few people in my little post I did in the in their group. Uh, you know, saying some nasty comments, just yeah. me asking, but no big. Right. I just, I just blocked them and moved on. <laughs> Here's a there million. You <laughs> if you yeah. only knew some of the people I talk to, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh some days they love me, and then the next day they want to. Uh. I mean, heck, Johnny, Johnny just got got to the point that he can do Facebook Live again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was he was they four were, months of reporting me for saying the word the yeah oh. <laughs> blacklisted i'm gone and you're about one of the most honest people i know man i know well, man. i know i know exactly who it was and uh <laughs> dude freaked out over a post and uh it was a post that was a joke too that's what's and i don't know if people hadn't figured this out by now but i'm one of the most sarcastic people you're ever going to meet so I love, you know, it's funny. Sarcasm to me is funny. So sometimes, and I even said, don't take this seriously. And the guy wigged out. And then he's been, he's been, he, he was reporting me for like two months straight for conversations that had before that about good stuff. And he just kept reporting me. So it's all good. Got him blocked. See, Got him blocked from a few other places too. So see, like I told you guys the other day, man, I, I am amazed at the amount of drama and I mean, both you guys can can oh, get crazy, into man. about uh, about this subject. You know, um, I shared something with you guys earlier today um, about uh, the the issue with Tom Tom Stan, Todd standing. Is that in Todd the oh, Canadian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and his, um, what he just kind of went public and just said, Hey, he, he, he means the hunt one, or is that, that's kind of his thing or I didn't honestly, I did not pay attention. I think, I believe Reinhardt, Chris mm -hmm. Reinhardt on discover Sasquatch was supposed to have him on. And, mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I think that fell through. I don't know if they're going to reschedule or whatever. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, don't I, mean, know, it, man. I mean, it's just amazing. He's going to talk to him, you know? Yeah, you, you know, it's just amazing the amount of um, 
Bigfoot experts there are in the world, you know, and and like I told you too uh, earlier in the week, you know, man, you know, I'm I'm fortunate, you know, with with my with my work, you know, going to large hunting expos, the archeries, the firearm expos, uh, Safari Club International, man, I I spent a few hours with the uh, the top guy for the Safari Club International with their bow hunting section here in uh up in louisville kentucky and and uh man here's a 60 62 year old man who has hunted some of the world's biggest animals with a with a longbow right um carries this little stick bow and little wood arrows and backpack three weeks in the back country and he shoots a moose <laughs> you know it's 62 Dude, you know and yeah yeah you know and then uh and you know, and here I am. You know, man, I'm. I'm like, man. You, you know, you. I mean, dude, you. You're what a great guy. And he goes, ah, I'm the furthest thing from an expert. You know, I just, I just try hard. You know. Right. And then you know, then he and I, we, of course, I had to ask him. I'm like, hey, man, are you in the backcountry? You ever see a bigfoot? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I have to bring that up all the time. You know, dude, I mean, cause, other story. Yeah, because he lives in Durango, Colorado. Come on, tell you know. But story and, about the, the and, targets and the kids. Oh yeah, yeah. So so, anyways, I mean. But you, you, you know, I mean, I've, um, you know, even even the guy that I work for, you know, Brian. I mean, he's he's hunted, at, you know, he's hunted the African big game, lions, um, you, you know, things like that, um, hyenas, you know, biggest pigs, hogs in the world. But anyways, you know, it, uh, he'll never be a, a, a true hunting expert. But man, you get around the the Bigfoot world or Sasquatch world. There's there's an expert or at least a team of experts on every page, <laughs> you know. That's the way it is in the horse world too. Yeah, boy, and and I've never seen, and they will cut each other down. But anyway, so um, yeah, I told like I was telling Johnny. So here here we are at this expo, and uh, there, and there's a company, uh, uh, Reinhardt Targets, and and they make a humongous um, 3D foam Sasquatch target, right? You know, it's, I mean, this thing is a mon- monster. It's like 10 feet tall and uh you know it's kind of a gimmick i mean they make a they make velociraptor targets too you know i mean because all it is is foam right you know and they got little target areas on them but anyways um while we're at the show i noticed you know a lot of amish people there and uh i had to ask a friend of mine i was like man i said you know this is a manufacturer and dealer show i'm like you know so it's not open to the public i said what are these amish people doing in here you know because they're pushing strollers and got little babies and stuff and you know i come to come to learn that you know the amish have a lot of archery dealerships in wherever they live you know and i was like that's crazy and these people they come and they'll they'll meet with xyz bow company and or blah 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 and they will order stuff and pay straight up rolls of cash i mean just wow I mean, I mean, they're just pulling out wads, you know. I'm like, man, that's that's the way to do business. Old, you know, old Jebediah's got it figured out, man. But anyways, so uh, but they got their little Amish kids, right? And so a lot of their, um, a lot of these, uh, you know, uh, the different manufacturers. You go to their booths, they will have um, uh, big TVs, you know, and on the TVs they got like product hype videos and stuff like that, and these. These kids, you know, so it's kind of amazing to me because I'll see these kids and they're sitting there staring at the the TVs because obviously, you know, they're not they're not in the tablet, they're not playing on, you know, they don't, probably don't have TVs at home. So I mean, they're kind of like in awe. And uh, but anyways, I mean, so they're sitting there watching this stuff, and um, 
over at the Reinhardt Target area, they, they had a, a tabletop uh, display. Of, you know, I think this is probably a five-foot Bigfoot, right? about five-foot Sasquatch Target. And I just had him like, you know, I was like, hey, how you doing? I, and the kids are a little nervous about talking to you. I, th- I think, you know, they have to get permission from the parents to even reply. And I, I think the mom kind of gave him the nod. <coughs> Excuse me. So anyways, I'm like, hey, how you guys doing? And, you know, I said, I said man, you know, I said, that's a... That's Bigfoot or Sasquatch, you know. I said, <coughs> "Have you guys ever seen one?" And sure enough, man, the little kids are talking. About, oh yeah, we've seen them in the when they're out in the farms. And I was like, "Whoa," you know. And <coughs> so a little ki- little kid, teenager, he tells me they call it a hairy man. And I was like, "Ah, oh, okay." I said, "You know, so you guys have a word for it, or, or at least a name for it." <coughs> So, um, but they were, they weren't too impressed with that because it's like, okay, so what's the big deal? You know, it's a hairy man. They were staring at my leg, right? (laughs) Because. Oh God, please tell me you took it off and handed it to him. No, I did not. Um, (laughs) I did, uh, you know, normally I wear like long pants. I have one long pant. And the other one is cut and hemmed in a short. <coughs> it just allows for a little bit ease of movement. So, of course, you know, I the kids are sitting there staring at me, right? And uh, so I was like, oh. I said, you've never seen one of these. And they're, you know, and I said, you guys want to touch it, you know? <laughs> and they kind of stand back and they're kind of wanting to poke at it, you know? And uh, so I was wearing this leg, you know, this prosthetic, you know, and... Uh, and, you know, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm like part robot, you know? And, uh, you know, and of course I had to say, Jebediah Kana. I said, where is Jebediah Kana? Man, and these kids. I mean, they've never seen the Terminator. I don't even, well, they have no I don't idea even what know what you're talking, talking about. Uh, yeah, they have Sarah no clue. Connor or John Connor? Yeah but, Jeb- yeah, but Jebediah Connor. Jebediah. <laughs> I have no clue what y'all are even talking about. It's the, it's the Terminator. From the movie, right? the Terminator. <laughs> but anyways, oh, these, okay. So these kids are just poking at my foot. I'm, I'm like, yeah, man. I said, I, I can't feel it, you know? And I'm like hitting it, you know? And... Uh, so it, it was really amusing, you know, playing around with them, you know, and talking with them. But it's funny that they call a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch hairy man, you know, and seeing one is just like, oh, yeah, we see one. <laughs> okay. I'm like, well, didn't you say that you actually talked to an adult after that? An adult. Yeah. Yeah. The father. Yeah. When the father comes up and, he, and we, we start talking, you know, and, uh, um, and he called it a hairy man, you know, and, uh, yeah, so it was just kind of, it was just kind of like, okay, wow, you know, the kids talking about the adults, you know, um, the, the wives and all that, but yeah, yeah, you know, um, so you 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 never know, you know, uh, um, you know where you know who you know uh, who has had these type of encounters, you know, and and you know, and you can't tell me these folks that live in the rural country. Farming country, excuse me, everybody. You know they they haven't had any type of experiences, so that's you know, man, so it was kind of neat. That's a good point. I wish uh, 
you know, there's a lot of people that talk to Native Americans, and they and uh, consensus is in that that's just a part of nature to them, whether it's a a, pe- a type of person or an animal. But I have yet to hear anybody talk about the Amish or the Mennonites. I would yeah. love to try to find somebody from that, you know, uh, I don't know, I guess religion area, whatever, and s- see if somebody would actually sit in and talk to us about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have so, Mennonites here. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Angie. Oh Lord! Start making Here's some another plans. homework. Another I'll homework assignment for you. To my, to there we my go. Location. You get the Mennonites, and Joe will get the Amish. <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna say no. We're gonna send Angie in 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 um, in in, this, uh, in the camp as both. You can be Amish and Mennonite or whatever. <laughs> Well, you know what's crazy? What is Almanite. cool, though, is these kids have not been exposed to TV, YouTube. Right. I mean, they had no seeds have been planted. Well, no seeds Almanite. have been planted about Sasquatch, and they See, are, and they know what he is. So you got a horse, to, don't you, Angie? Man, that's actually a really good idea, though. See, there you go. Angie's halfway there. She's got several horses. Just ride her horse oh, yeah. right into camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. No, Man, I'm serious. They got sandwich shop right over here. That'd be a good idea. <clears throat> All right, man. Cool. So you know, it's been a great show. You know, it's great to have Chris and Austin come on and share about the uh, that vocalization, that large, loud whoop, or you know, screaming whoop or whatever. I don't know. Uh, enough, enough to have these guys. It sounds like a tornado siren, is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, Angie's going to be gearing up for her big swamp expedition, mm-hmm. you know. So then, uh, and then Johnny, you and I, we're going to link up and go see uh, Happy Harris's uh, encounter area, which is kind of, kind of, kind of good. And we're going to Her so, County on the Chattahoochee River. All right, so you got the Okikonofi Swamp and the Okikonofi. <laughs> you know the swamp. Uh, it's like my son the other day. He talking about a wolf, and he instead of wolves, he called it wolfuses or something like that. It's pretty funny. Hey, hey, folks! You know th- those who are listening and whatnot. You know, and, and if you have any stories or anything that you guys ever want to share with us, you know, please feel free to reach out. Um, you know, seems seems like a lot of a. Uh, a lot of communi- communication goes to Johnny and, and and Angie, and that's great. You know, um, let's let's keep sharing some information and experiences, because um, you never know. You know what I mean? It's just uh, you know, it could be your neighbor. You know, it could be friends. You know, having you know ha- having these uh, having these encounters. You know, uh, uh, I'll, I'll share a quick little thing here. I mean. Uh, a friend of mine had told me that years ago that uh, over in Aiken, South Carolina, which is right across the river from Augusta, there was a softball game going on, and a and a rock the size of a the plate, you know, like the home plate of a in a baseball, you know, uh, field gets chucked from the wood line um, <laughs> in the outfield into the field, you know, into the outfield, you know, and uh, 
and you know, I, I just heard about this, you know, through a friend of mine. I was like, you gotta be kidding me, you know, while a game was going on, <laughs> you know. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, and I was like, okay, rural South Carolina, but you know what? I mean, yeah, you know. Nobody uh, saw anything. No. <coughs> so, just the weirdest stuff, you know. So, but uh, out of the woods, you know. So, but. Alrighty, well, man, that's all I've got. Yeah, you guys have anything else before we wrap up? No, that's pretty much it. Just like you were saying, I, uh, I will. Angie I Kumba. will in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that too. I mean it. Yeah. Be, uh, that sounds good, it's Andy. Good, man. I'm glad we're all getting out and you know hooking up with everybody and doing. And that's what I was going to say. Is Andy kind of brought it up the other night that uh, I guess a lot of people don't realize that we actually have ongoing investigation. I mean, that's all I do pretty much around here and go to other spots. You know, Andy's open to doing it. We know other people in other parts of Georgia. Everybody that does this is always looking for a new spot. And I'll be straight up with you. Um, private property with Sasquatch activity on it is pretty much the gold mine in in this this subject matter because public land there's just so many people coming and going and everything and uh you can't really tell what's going on but you know if you yourself have something going on on your property or know somebody who does uh i can keep my mouth shut with the best of them you can tell me about it and then come out there i can look around I won't say a word to anybody unless you That's tell right. me. Or if you just want to contact us and let us know what's going on, you don't have to go on record. You don't have to go on camera. However you want to do it. None of us are making money doing this. We don't uh, We don't make it. And dime. we don't claim to be experts either. Right. <laughs> we're just trying to learn just like everybody else. Learn right. and share. That's learn right. and share. And that's, that's what we're doing. So that's just right. keep that in mind. You know. But uh, anyway, I got to go eat. I got some chicken wings waiting on me. Me too. All right. All right. Good show. Right. Uh, Chris and Austin, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. On, guys. All right. Everyone All have right, a good night. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.